0: The National Broadcasting Company presents The Adventures of Sam Spade, Detective. Spurine.
1: Who did you think it was, Sam? Not a high?
0: You don't know what a hot guess that is, Cherub. Really, Sam?
1: Mm-hmm. You think I'm the femme fatale,
0: Pye? In a black velvet gown with a veil? What chance would I have?
1: Sam, you've given me new hearts.
0: Deservedly so, Wonder Girl. And in femme fatale, you have hit upon what might be called the keynote of the saga, which even now I am itching to tell you. A saga? More, a tale, Effie, well calculated to keep you in... Oh no, we better put that another way. But while I mull a subtitle for this Oriental tapestry, find yourself a copy of something by Eric Ambler or E. Phillips Oppenheim, and bone up on the ground rules of international intrigue. Ooh, international. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. The next thirty-nine steps you hear will be me walking up to the door in my black homburg and velvet collar, with my pockets bulging with plans for submarines, supersonic airplanes, and secret fortifications, and my tongue a wag with a report which will echo around the embassies of the world as the cloak and Dagger Caper. For NBC, William Spear, radio's outstanding producer-director of mystery and crime drama, brings you the greatest private detective of them all in The Adventures of Sam Spade. Sam? Who else?
1: Sam, I thought you were kidding. About what? The and velvet colored overcoat. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But underneath the overcoat, Al, same old
1: Sam.
0: With the same old suit and the same old shred. Who did it this
1: time?
0: Thereby hangs the tail. <laughs> huh?
1: It's hanging out the back of your trousers, Sam. What? Your shirt sure tail.
0: Well, better keep the coat on. Jawara Hal won't mind. Who? Jawara Hal Barra. It's his coat. We'll go into that right now. You ready?
1: Yes, sir. To?
0: Jawara Hal Barra. Uh-huh. Well, speaking. From
1: Samuel, say, license
0: number 127596. Subject? The Coke and Dagger Caper. Dear Joella Hal. I'd been out Friday night until 4 a.m. watching wedding presents. So when Saturday turned up rainy, I did the mad, impulsive thing and decided to stay home. I plugged the phone, built a fire and a tall drink, invited Freddy, the neighbor's cat, in for a short milk, put my feet up and my head down, and reached for a magazine. A picture of peace, Joara Hal he lay on the coffee table, purred, and busied himself spinning the hand rub lazy soup my unpredictable Aunt Adelaide gave me for Christmas. The magazine turned out to be time, with a picture of an austere Asiatic gentleman on the cover. Two pages, and I had the kind of headache you can only get from reading the news these days, so I turned it in on a slick pulp with a breathless yarn about an international gun shoe and a satin-lined cloak who kept running into women with bosoms full of papers. gazed up at him, her eyes smoldering, heavy-lidded. You, she faltered, you are Sheridan Ballard. Mr. G2? He nodded. Her knife made a glistening arc, stopping as his hand met her wrist, gripping it like a vise You, you liar, she hissed. With the other hand, he ripped away her veil, smothered her lips in hot, fierce kisses, felt her go limp in his arms. Now, Zelda, my girl, he whispered, let's have the plans for that plutonium-powered rocket ship. Ah! Veiled lady. Well, what can I do for you, dear lady?
2: You do not mind that I come in so?
0: How did you come in so?
2: The door is open. I see sitting in chair an attractive man. So.
0: So. You are perhaps working on a remake of The Thief of Baghdad for television. Black tube, of course.
2: Oh, you mean uh, this what I have
0: on? Also this what you haven't on. you keep out of this, Freddy. I saw her first. So, you just happened to be wandering past my door and popped in, is that it? Miss, uh,
2: You may call me Shalimar. Hmm. No, no. I do not just pop in. I come by design.
0: Well, just what kind of designs do you have in mind?
2: Mr. Sade. Hmm? You are private eyes.
0: Shalimar, I am private eyes. You got troubles? Much. How much?
2: I am beloved of Achmed.
0: Well, that's nice for Achmed. Achmed who?
2: McClatchy.
0: Ahmed McClatchy? How do you explain that?
2: He has two Kamarican names.
0: Oh, figure, figure, figure.
2: You are a friend of Ahmed, too?
0: Never heard of him.
2: Oh, perhaps, Mr. Say, perhaps uh, you forget.
0: Ahmed McClatchy? No. No? Never forget a face. What's the matter with Ahmed?
2: Hashish. Dope? Much. He has the wild dream, the night host of what you call don't nation you have told others of Achmed's visit to you?
0: I have told no one of Achmed's visit to me for the simple reason that he... Oh. Huh? <laughs>
2: do not file upon one falsehood another.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Ahmed has to you paid a visit, this I know. Oh? Now, if you'll be so kindly, I will join you in the ring. Now,
0: wait a minute. Why don't we... <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You uh, do not want to talk with Shalimar?
0: Well, I, uh, just think we ought to clear up this, Miss mm-hmm. and...
2: <laughs> Now...
0: Had yeah. I been the Sultan and she, Shahrazad, the book would have gone on for 20 more volumes. It was all there the veil below the eyes, the jackets and long satin pants, plus a superabundance of what Sultans look for when they are employing a harem. I fumbled around putting, I don't know what, into a couple of martinis, found more milk for Freddy's Saucer, and then set all three between us on Aunt Adelaide's Lazy Susan.
2: <laughs> this i like mr Spade. fine
0: fine. Uh, now we talk uh drink your milk freddie now we talk yeah.
2: oh uh you have match oh my. I... oh my purse oh i'll get
0: it for you Oh, move now you're almost stepping on it oh
2: so clumsy uh the lipstick is on the chair yeah i see it uh, there we are there. thank you oh, no now
0: Freddy. uh the
2: light. Got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Mr. Stay, before we talk of Ahmed, let us bring to him, huh?
0: Right. To Ahmed.
2: To Ahmed.
0: <sighs> oh, what's the matter, Freddie. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah, look. Uh, note's on the wrong side. He did it again.
2: Did, did what?
0: Well, he likes to spin the lazy Susan. Lazy Susan? What did he do? Now, take it easy, honey. The thing spins. See, you got my drink, I got yours, and Freddie got left out. That's no. A... Oh, No! Dad! Baby, please, Don't go off the deep end. Take it easy. What's the... What's the matter with you? Huh? Shalimar. Oh, Shalimar, baby. Come out of it now, will you? Where's the glass? Oh. Cyanate. So, that's a care of Shalimar. The purse had nothing except the usual feminine class wrap, hairpins, makeup, and cigarettes. No keys, no identification, nothing, except for a locket around her neck, which was something you don't run into every day, a strange hand-wrought disc-shaped thing with what looked like the face of a clock on it. Twelve Arabic symbols, where the hour should be, and a pair of hands pointing to four. In some, Hal, it was the sort of thing Sheridan Ballard, the man called G2, yawns over, which struck humdrum me as a little bit out of the ordinary. It struck Lieutenant Dundee of Homicide the same way. Look at me, Sam. Look into my eyes. Dundee, I didn't know you cared. Well, I... Uh, no, I am not an idiot, Sam. Well, uh, I've been in this business for 25 years. Uh-huh. I've looked at a lot of stiffs in my lifetime, yes. but this is the 1st hoochie coochie-coochie girl in my book who ever walked in out of the rain and tried to poison a total stranger. Well said, Dundee. Hear, here. So? So? So use your head, Sam? Where have you seen her before? I told you I don't know her, Dundee. Then why did she try to kill you? Ask her. Ah, this whole thing's impossible. Mm -hmm. Harem costume, poison, shall Fantastic, I know. I'm sorry. All right, get out of here. The print man, the ambience, and the photographers will be here in a minute. You'll only get in the way. Where will I go? Anywhere. Find out who this dame is. Who's going to pay my fee? Well, I... Scram. Bidding farewell to the gentle lieutenant, I took off into the rain, bound I knew not where. I bought a paper and settled down in a one-armed coffee joint, drank three cups of coffee, and came up with three leads. First, the ballet master at the opera house. We are not doing till three weeks yet. The costumes are all picked up still, and I am missing no ballerinas. Now again, golden apple princesses. One.
2: wiggles and waggles. she shimmies and shakes. You never, never saw anything like this, folks. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Direct from a Turkish harem, little
0: Fatima, the girl with the double jointed... Jack. Yeah, hey, Jack? You sure she's in there, Jack? Wait a minute, Jack. Yeah? She's in there, man. Thanks, ma'am. All right, folks. Step in a little closer. she. shake. Sorry, but I can't help you best. This here Turkish bat is 100% tagged. Homeward bound, I was walking down Grant Avenue when I passed a little shop near Pine Street. Gold lettering on one corner of the window spelled out Hatchadurian J. Poppas, importer, Curios. How do you do, sir? Hachadurian J. Poppas? You get the pleasure. What's the J for? Never mind, kiddo. You can pronounce it. I accept your apology. Now, will you take a look at this? Huh? Oh, locket. Eh? Uh-huh. Yes, locket it is. Where do you get this locket, uh, sir? I, uh, I found it. I thought you might recognize it. Yeah, hey, I think I do. Okay. You know, it's strange to so should have come here. And yet, not so strange either, if you want to look at it. Well, which is it? Sure, sure. Uh, you know, I'm perhaps the only fellow in town who might have dealt in this kind of stuff here. It's quite, uh, genuine. Oh, you mean you sold this? Probably. Sure, sure. Who, who to? I'm trying to remember. A girl? A girl. or oh, or was it a fella? I a know. young fella or old fella? Well, that leaves only one more category. Huh? An old woman. Oh, you know her, Dad? No, I, I don't know her, no. You know, I wish I could remember to whom I sold this to. Yes. It's been such a long time, you know. Of course, I can look it up and call you, Sport. Good. Here's uh, here's my card. Oh, Sam Sport. Huh? Well, if you want to look at it. Uh. You said it's uh, genuine, huh? Oh, sure, sure. Secret uh, Society medallion, 16th century. It's from the Indian state of Kashmir. Kashmir? you the sure, Kashmir. What's the matter with you? Don't you understand English? Kashmir typical spade blunder. All I could think of was a girl on a cigarette package, thereby confining my operations to Turkey. But this opened new doors. The first, the most obvious, and ultimately the correct choice was a flossy nightclub known to the town's well-heeled party folk as the Vale of Cashmere. It was dark when I got there, but the front doors hadn't opened yet. Around at the side, an alley led up to the trade entrance, next to which stood a huge wedge-shaped character with a swarthy complexion marred by a scar down one cheek. And to make him even more Oppenheimish, he was wrapped in a black tent-sized opera cloak. I nodded politely, he spat, and I went inside. <coughs> the Veil of Cashmere is a sumptuous bistro, even on ordinary nights. And this night was obviously to be more than ordinary. The table across the end of the floor was banquet-sized. The place was hung with Kashmiri flags. And the picture of an old man who looked familiar was hung from the middle of one wall. The Maitre D was talking to an important looking gent near the long table, and I walked over to them, pausing only to note one of the dancing girls practicing in a corner in her Chalamar type costume. It felt like I was close to home. And the curry, you understand? Not too hot, yes, Excellency. It can be as you wish. The florist will be here promptly with the flowers. Yes. I trust you will be prepared to take care of uh, them. Excuse rain. me, gentlemen. Eh? My name is Faye. Lange put Singh, sir, at your service. Please, thanks. Mr. Spade, we have. No, no, a... no, 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 not at all, not at all, my good what... man. What is it, Mr. Spade? Are you uh, in charge here? I am the head waiter, sir. This gentleman is the Kashmiri proconsul. Oh, forgive me, Your Excellency, but. Uh, yeah, sorry. Not at all. Uh, do you have a dancing girl here named Shalimar? Delimar? No. What? Probably use another name. How about Ahmed? McClatchy. Right. Where is he? A former employee as of this afternoon is Ahmed McClatchy. Who, who is he? My chef. Today, of all times, he does not show up. You know where he lives? Oh, I can look it up. but... Please, sir, the proconsul and I, in the banquet tonight, The arrangements, to The Prime Minister himself. Sure, guest, sure, sure. We... Just uh... one more thing. A proconsul. Have you ever seen one of these before? Hmm. What is it? A secret society medallion, they tell me. Who, who tells you this? Hatchadurian Papa Runs a little curio store on Grand Avenue. Know anything about it? Secret society is right. right. The circle of twelve. You see here? Hmm? The hands point to four. Yes, the fourth member, this means. The hand straight up is the leader. You seem to know what you are talking about, head waiter. (laughs) Kashmiri culture is a hobby of mine excellency. This is an ancient, uh, how do you say, subversive organization dating from the time of the Mughal conquest of the 16th century. Very interesting. Yes. But of little significance now. The Circle of Twelve has been dead for three centuries. Uh, if you will excuse me, Excellency, I'll get for Mr. Spade Ahmed's address and then I will... Hold it. Ahmed! just made it to the table, swept the sugar bowl off it, and followed it to the deck. When I saw the dagger in his back, I grabbed my gun and set sail for the alley, looking for the cloak that went with it, but he was gone. So was Achmed. I bent down over him, took a closer look, and saw why he spilled the sugar. With his finger, he placed a design in it, a round design, the circle of swells. You are listening to the weekly adventure of radio's most famous detective, Sam Spade. There's a bright newcomer to your NBC Sunday lineup starting this Sunday. It's Mr. and Mrs. Blanding's. Now you can follow the further delightful adventures of the beleaguered Blanding's in their famous dream house every Sunday. Starring as Mr. and Mrs. Blandings will be Cary Grant and his charming wife, Betsy Drake. Mr. and Mrs. Blandings is followed over most of these NBC stations by The Big Show. And this Sunday, hostess Tallulah Bankhead will present such bright stars as Fred Allen, Judy Holiday, Patrice Munsell, Gypsy Rose Lee, Vaughn Monroe, and many, many more. The Chimes are your invitations. back to The Cloak and Dagger Caper, tonight's adventure with Sam Spade. Well, Jawaharl, all the ingredients of a first-class international goulash were here. The cloak, the dagger, the man with a scar on his face, the lady with a veil over hers, and two corpses. By now, Dundee had completed activities with corpse number one at my apartment, so I hustled him down to the veil of cashmere and put him to work on number two. Then I hustled back to my office. The big question had yet to be answered. Another. Oh, Sam. Hmm?
1: Sam, you always your phone. I've been trying to call you for hours. About Ackman
0: McClatchy, right?
1: And the girl was a girl. Salomon. Is that her name?
0: Probably not, but it doesn't matter to her now. What about Ackman?
1: Oh, he was frightened out of his wits. He said somebody was going to kill him, and I told him he'd come to just the right place because he was strong and brave and good. wonderful. Good, good. And, and he cried. Good. And no, I cried. Good, right.
0: good. But wait, wait, wait. Hold it, F. Yes,
1: Sam?
0: What happened when all the crying was over?
1: So I sent him up to see you, Sam. I couldn't He call. just told
0: no. you somebody was going to kill him, that's all? Yes, Sam. That's why he was crying? Oh,
1: no, Sam, no. That's the way Ahmed was crying. Why? He didn't care for himself. He, he's a, a selfless, generous child. Angel
0: child. Who was Ahmed crying over?
1: The man in the paper. What paper? He's in all the papers, Sam. The Chronicle and the Examiner and the Call and and even on the cover of time this week. You see?
0: A banquet. That's whose picture it was.
1: Sir Jawaharlal huh? the, the mm-hmm. Prime Minister of Kashmir. Look at the small print underneath, Sam.
0: On him, the hopes of Asia.
1: You see, that was hurt Sam. Not for himself. He said they are going to kill Sir Jawaharlal. Huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Two paragraphs later, my taciturn secretary let slip the information that Shalimar had arrived at the office five minutes after Ahmed left and departed for my home and Hearth, loaded for bear. The hullabaloo over you, Jawara was due to the fact that you were at this moment arriving on the steamer Pacifica, en route to Washington with, as the article put it, the destiny of the Middle East in your briefcase. Ten minutes later, I was fighting my way through the mob at Pier 42. Not just a mob, mind you, but an assortment of bands, a Hindu delegation. The full membership of the Sanskrit Society at the University of California with a huge banner reading, Jawara How, We're With You. And an overripe soprano on a pedestal singing, Hail Hands I Love. I struggled through this to the curb just in time to see you pull away in your special limousine, then climbed over some more backs to a phone book. Hail hands I love you. I'm the Kashmiri Consulate. Rajput Singh speak. But this is Sam Spade, Mr. Singh. Oh, oh, yes. Has the Prime Minister arrived there yet? He's due any minute. Why? Well, you better call out the guard. They're going to try to assassinate him tonight. My good man, do you realize My what... good man, I know whereof I speak. The cook at the restaurant. Ahmed. That is what... Yes, you're getting the idea, all right. It's the old Circle of Twelve with a brand new paint job. Now, get on it. My next move may sound to you like a combination of negligence, indolence, and ennui, Jawara Al, but I must remind you that I was not employed on this caper, was receiving no stipend for risking my ever-loving neck, and had added up the figures in the problem of primary interest to me, namely, the lady who tried to kill me on page two. I therefore entrusted responsibility for your health and that of the Middle East to the proconsul, made my way home, put on my slippers, and set the lazy Susan on the floor this time for Freddie to play with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Zelda, my girl, he whispered, let's have the plans for that plutonium-powered rocket ship. Oh. Somehow, this all seems logical now. Never, she breathed. Rather death, Mr. G2, than to betray my country. Quiet, Freddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Not the buddy now. No, no. Mr. Spade. I... Oh, hello, Focot. May I? Do, do, do. I have taken every precaution. The Prime Minister is on his way to the banquet now. Good. Uh, there's one thing I must ask of you. How? Oh? Absolute secrecy. Yes. The mere knowledge that such an organization as if this... Circle of, of 12? Yes, exists would give added strength to a disloyal opposition in our country that may express itself in a manner disastrous to our purposes in sending Jawaharlal to Washington. <laughs> You understand? Well, it's taken me a while to learn the ground rules in the International League, but I get the general idea. Uh, you you have spoken of this school no one? No. Oh, excuse me. Hello? This is Hatsudurian the Papa, sir. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, it took me a great deal of long time to check my records, Mr. Spade, but I finally found it. Oh, uh, what's that? The gentleman who bought the set of 12 Kazmiri medallions, like the one you saw me in my
2: shop. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, his name is Raz a foreigner fell, I think. He's the Kazmiri pro he is.
0: Oh. Oh, well, uh, gosh, thanks, Dorothy.
2: This is how you the sir. You, I found
0: it just now. Well, amazing. Dorothy, after all you've done for Alice, the least she could do is thank you. And you can tell her that for me. Now, bye, honey. So long, kiddo. Silly kid. I mean, let's see now. Uh, where were we? Uh, you had just given me your assurance you would maintain strictest secrecy in this unfortunate matter. Oh, yes, sir. Well, now I must go. They're expecting me at the banquet, there. Thank you again, sir. Not at all. Your service to our country and the world will find expression, I hope, on some later day. Good night. Good night. <sighs> Freddie, please, not now. <laughs> oh. the telephone! the phone. Well, cloak and dagger in the flesh. Going modern on me name of that gun, eh Put down the phone. What if I told you I'd already made the call? i say you were lying. The line is tapped outside. You figure the angle, Testy. In my business, I have to. When's it coming off? For the prime minister any minute. For you right now. Oh. He's got you fooled, too, huh? They're right there. Who? Rashford. You're a fall guy, you know, doing the heavy stuff. If it kicks back, you get it, and the other ten laugh. You think you could talk me out of it, huh? Why, that's the last thing in my mind. I'd never... Everything happened at once. As near as I can recall, it began when cloak and dagger backed onto Freddy's tail. Freddy Yowls, spun like a top, and C&D off-balance put his other foot on Aunt Adelaide's Lazy Susan. Hardly a place for a big off-balance man to place his only remaining foot. About then, I kicked him in the stomach, at a gun, which skidded into a corner, and we went over and over for a while. C&D tore at my suit with his claws and teeth. I beat his head with an ashtray, and Freddy sat quietly in the corner and washed himself. At length, firing of the ashtray, I beat his head on the radiator. And dear cloak and dagger gave it up with a long, unhappy sigh. I say, this is a dress up affair. I Get out of my bed-up. way, head waiter, or I'll walk right over that white shirt front. Please, I can't. Have cannot... they been served anything yet? Uh, the drinks are just coming on. I wait, oh. wait, I should be oh. And now, now, my countrymen, before we introduce our guest of honor, Sir Jawara Halbara, our beloved Prime Minister. I suggest we rise and toast our country. <laughs> to Kashmir. May she... Go ahead, Poe Consul. Don't let me interrupt. Uh, please, not here. The standard remark is, what is the meaning of this? Aren't you going to ask me? I'm supposed to be dead. Is that what's throwing you? Mr. spit. please. the toast is about to be drunk. <laughs> Thank you. Where's my drink, Poe Consul? Gentlemen. Gentlemen. There was at one time a custom in our country, for the host to exchange glasses with the guests of honor. Permit me, Jawaharlal, to, to to Kashmir. <laughs> And the moral of this story, if there is one, is when danger threatens, don't hire a bodyguard, buy a cat and a lazy Susan. Period. End of report. Oh, Sam.
1: Why do people do these things?
0: Oh, we all have different loyalties, yes, different ideas about duty. Yes? My duty, for instance, is to pick up a knot in my head and a suit full of holes once a week, while your duty. You
1: don't need to to draw a diagram, Sam. I I think they dance. Scoot.
0: Three chimes mean good times on NBC. This Sunday, Theater Guild on the Air presents a light, laughable, lovable comedy. It's The Fortune Hunter, and it stars Gene Crane and John Lund. You're invited Sunday to another outstanding one-hour production by Theater Guild on the Air. And a reminder, there's a bright newcomer to your big Sunday lineup on NBC. Mr. and Mrs. Blanding, starring Cary Grant and Betsy Drake. (laughs) How can I do this? Something wrong? Wrong. The papers.
1: The plutonium-powered rocket ship?
0: What else? A dumper if I ever read one, F. The plans turned out sour. Oh,
1: what were they? The
0: veil lady had entered a breakfast cereal contest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's life, little one. We struggle, we strive, we think we have success in our grasp, and it turns out dross.
1: Oh, that reminds me. Hmm? How do you like it? What? My new dross.
0: Hmm. (laughs) And uh, that concludes the dialogue for tonight. Except for one thing, of course.
1: Oh. I'm ready, Sam. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, who wants to be the man called X? He has a different one every week. I am the man called Spade. Constant. Faithful. Semper Fidelis. That's me. Good night, Mr. Fidelis. <laughs> Good night, sweetheart. The Adventures of Sam Spade are produced, edited, and directed by William Spear. Sam Spade was played by Stephen Dunn. Lorene Tuttle is Effie. Script for tonight's adventure by Harold Quanton. Musical scoring by Lud Gluskin, conducted by Robert Armbruster. again next week, same time, for another adventure with Sam Spade. The Magnificent Montague next, then it's Duffy Savern on NBC.